I would be complex, I would be cool They'd say I played the field before I found someone to commit to And that would be okay for me to do Every conquest I had made would make me more of a boss to you I'd be a fearless leader, I'd be an alpha type When everyone believes ya, what's that like? Starting off this episode is Taylor Swift's The Man. I'm so sick of running as fast as I can, wondering if I'd get there quicker if I was a man, she asks. Before we progress into Circe Part 2, I think I should acknowledge the limitations of my own feminism, especially as it radiated from that last episode. I'm a white female college student. The intersections of my identity form a completely different feminism from someone else right next door to me. So I'll just give the disclaimer that this is my reaction, my take, my experience of reading Ulysses for the first time. I can't imagine there are any right or wrong answers here, so I'm just reading it as I would read it. Now that last episode covered about one single page of Circe. That is one out of over 100 pages. Great. So many moments popped out of Circe at me. I sat down planning to read this in multiple readings, but I just had to keep going and finish it as soon as I started. A speech of Bloom's that I alluded to in the last episode goes, I stand for the reform of municipal morals and the plain Ten Commandments, new worlds for old, union of all Jew, Muslim, and Gentile, universal language with universal brotherhood, no more patriotism of bar spongers, dropsical imposters, Free money, free rent, free love, and a free lay church in a free lay state. Bernie Sanders, is that you? Wow. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Not everyone loves this rule of bloom, though. A whole group of anti-bloomites sprouts up, saying an anything Aryan is a nothing Aryan. It's like the big time rush song, Nothing Even Matters. Ben Bloom admits that he thinks he was wrong, saying that wasn't me, that was my evil twin. What? This chapter is just getting a little too fantastical. So much more happens in the rest of the chapter, too. I like it when they quote who they think is Yeats, but it's really Keats. A thing of beauty, don't you know, Yeats says, or I mean, Keats says. What they're referring to is Endymion. A thing of beauty is a joy forever. What a nice poem. But put in this context, it makes me wonder who defines what beauty is and sets that as the national standard for what's good. Given the entirety of the novel so far, I would say it's people like Stephen who get to say what's beautiful. What's probably most beautiful in this chapter is when Stephen, with hat, ash plant, frog splits, and middle high kicks, with sky kicking, mouth shut, hand clasp, part under thigh, with clang, tinkle, boom hammer, tally ho, horn blower, blue green, yellow flashes, toffs, cumbersome turns, with hobby horse riders, from gilded snakes dangled, bowels fandango, leaping spurn, soil foot, and fall again. Amazing. Great dance, Stephen. I'm sure Bloom, I mean, your dad, is very proud. Bloom might have been a bit preoccupied, seeing as he just had a whole kerfuffle as a woman with Bella, who turned into Bayo. Beauty in war, I think. It's from Bella's initial entry into the scene that we get the title for this podcast. Her fan, incidentally, notices that Bloom is married, and the fan says, The missus is master. Petticoat government. Bloom looks down sheepishly. That is so. I think both Bloom and Stephen, in their own ways, want the same thing. 
Stephen asks his, the apparition of his mother, Tell me the word, mother, if you know now, the word known to all men. He just wants to hear its love. That's all he wants to hear. I think Bloom wants to hear the same, maybe from Molly. Yet another notable quote from the chapter before I wrapped up this episode is from Bloom. Speak you. Are you struck dumb? You are the link between nation and generations. Speak, woman, sacred life giver. Bloom failed in his fantastical political career, but would a woman like Sissy Caffrey fail? Woman is the link, the connection, the life giver. What does that mean for Bloom? A life giver, but also inextricably linked to the end of life. History is to blame. You can't lose what you never had in the first place. Much to think about.